Sometimes you gotta go back to actually move forward. I don't mean all the way back to dental school. Let's face it, that was an awful experience. But when it's all said and done, you still have questions. That's what Paul and Justin are here for. To answer your questions as your dental business mentors. Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of Dental Business Mentor. We are your dental business mentors, myself, Dr. Paul Edgison, and my partner, Dr. Justin Buller. Hello, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) That was, I love that. Okay, yes. So we're here with Justin, and we got a really good question today. And, you know, if you heard our last episode, we were talking about what are we doing for the lull, like kind of coronavirus topics, you know, like this stuff that's very pertinent right now. So what are we talking about today, Dr. Justin Buller? We're going through basically top three challenges, frustrations, or stresses that yourself or people in general have been feeling going back into dental practice. So we'll take it from a leadership perspective. So as the practice owner, top three frustrations, stresses, et cetera. So let's dive in, Paul. What have you been going through? Yeah, man. So the big thing that's been happening with me was a lot of my team came back from the shutdown and didn't want to work the same amount of days as they they did before. And it's very difficult for me to say, uh-uh, no way, like we need you here this many days because I'm literally there two to three days a week and only three weeks a month. So it's like, I have to resonate with that. Because I mean, I have, I went through this like little change when we were at home for the coronavirus stuff. I was like, wow, you know what? I, I, a lot of things that I thought mattered really didn't matter. And like being with my family is the thing that matters the most. So we've been dealing with people working less days. I hired three new full-time hygienists, Okay. So we added maybe, I don't know, 14 days of of hygiene. And what happened is that almost every single one of my existing hygienists cut a day. So we really netted out maybe an additional like six or seven days, but everyone went down a day. And I think that's just okay. So how do we, how did I, how am I managing it? I'm managing it by hiring new hygienists and people are like, I can't hire a hygienist. And I'm like, dude, I just hired three great hygienists. But I think I'm in a little different situation. I've got a very large team and every we just they were all people we knew that were from other practices. There's a lot of hygienists out there that really don't feel safe where they're practicing. You know, they don't feel like their dentist is doing enough. Now I'm not saying that you go on the Hygethics Forum or the the dental COVID nineteen discussion forum and get one of them hygienists that's just on there yapping about everything and you don't wanna <laughs> don't don't get one of them. But there's people that feel slightly unsafe and that might, they kind of want to jump ship. So we've been finding them through our existing employees. Even though we have put out Indeed ads, we really haven't had a lot of luck with hygiene. But front desk, we hired some front desk people. We hired two assistants. And I am in all-out expansion mode. Let's grow this baby. So I know I'm going to take on a little bit more payroll, but I'm up in the marketing and we're going to get the new patients and it's going to be all good in that regard. Now, uh, number two, what's the second thing? Just the new protocols, like dealing with the online check-in, dealing with the we need a little bit more time to spray the room or we need a little more time because we're putting a little bit more barriers on stuff like that so you know the way we dealt with that is i really had to get real with my team and say hey do we really need to book more time for this and they really wanted it and i just gave it to them okay i didn't give them a ton more i gave them like 10 more minutes per appointment but they felt like that was enough and i check in with them again and they feel like that's good we all kind of just had to put our head down and you probably already figured this out and just lead by example and say, hey, you know what? I know this isn't ideal and this isn't what we're used to, but we're going to get through it and it's all going to be okay. 
And it will be, but you just have to be that, that cool as a cucumber leader that letting everybody know that it's going to be all right. So kind of just dealing with the new protocols. And then I think the last thing, and this is new for me, and I just realized how to do this, and I can't believe it's taken me almost 11 years of my career how to do this. I just kind of realized that there really isn't any perfect solutions that are going to make everybody happy. And I've just like reached this level of radical acceptance of it is what it is, and Yes, people are going to say they're upset about something. Yes, people might think that we should do something differently, and I will listen, and I will take that into account, and I will assess the situation, and I will make a decision as a leader, and there is no way I can make everyone happy. And I got to tell you, that's just something I learned over the shutdown. It is liberating, and I feel great about it. So I've had issues come up, and you know what? It's just I've kind of accepted that this is never everyone's going to be happy with every decision I make, and that's okay. So those are my top three challenges that I've experienced in my practice, and overall things are really good. So how about you, Justin? Like, well, you've got a lot more moving parts, six practices. You're managing from afar. What what are the big challenges that you're seeing? Probably being uh, stuck at home with uh, three kids under six some days, but... (laughs) But at the practice, there's a number of small things. But if I were to think about the the big picture stuff, the first one would be the team stress. Like we talked about this in another episode, but really a lot of people coming back were feeling more anxious, more fearful and more overwhelmed than I saw them before they left. You know, this wasn't who they were before. And it was a shift in mindset. And it wasn't necessarily workload related. So managing that was a bit tough and it was stressful because people who were in their positions just doing their stuff you wouldn't hear a lot of drama from them wasn't a lot of victim mindset wasn't a lot of like feeling underappreciated and they were just doing what they're doing and they're doing a great job at it some of them started to have a change in mindset they just weren't who they were you know all along or maybe maybe just maybe some of their you know underlying mental health issues or things like this were surfacing this happens or maybe their frustrations with being at home in a relationship they weren't, you know, happy in, or maybe just being with the kids all that time. God knows. But regardless, we were dealing with team stress. And I think what helped the most was understanding and telling them, like, I know you said kind of cool as a cucumber leader, but I kind of took a a different approach. I was like, I don't want to be cool as a cucumber. I want to tell them that it's normal to be stressed and I'm stressed too. And we all are. And I have the weight of 50 people on my shoulders and I want to make sure we can make payroll so that you guys can feed your family and vice versa. That's my promise. You know, we had humble beginnings growing up. I saw my father get laid off and, you know, the stress it caused our family, not knowing when we could pay for our next meal or, or even make rent for some of the basement suites or places we lived in. And I know what that feels like, man. And I now here I am responsible for all these people. And, you know, it took me back to that. And I explained that to my team, look, I don't want any of you to ever feel that level of pain or discomfort. And so I'm going to, we're going to do everything we can to grow this thing. And that's what we've been doing. But also if you guys need mental health support, reach out. If you guys need help with anything else, just let us know, hit us up, rely on a family member, friend. Now's not the time to be rigid. It's the time to be vulnerable and share. I say this line, if you don't share, you can't expect anybody to care and you're going to suffer silently. So don't suffer silently. Please share your stress. Let people help. You don't have to be a rock. And uh, know that, like, again, nothing meaningful happens without some stress. So now let's look back and see what's in our control. What can we do to help you with your workload? What can we do to add support? And I'll reference it again, but Dr. Susan David's TED Talk about emotional agility was very helpful. 
So that was part one. The second thing was scheduling. So scheduling was tough, getting people back in, backlogs, filling holes, patients not wanting to come in because they lost benefits or you know financial stuff or being fearful of COVID. But then the second part of scheduling that was the most stressful was, and still is, is when you get a team member who gets sick, where our practices are, it's mandatory that they have to go get testing or they have to isolate for two weeks. Now, a lot of people were isolated for two weeks because testing was taking so long. And let's say they came back COVID positive. Now everyone in the practice has to quarantine. Let's say that team member worked at two of our practices. Now, potentially the other team has to quarantine. And man, that scheduling stuff got hard. And it is still hard sometimes because there's all these safety precautions that we have to take. And we can't assume it's just cold or flu season. We have to assume it's COVID and we have to follow the the uh, local health authorities' recommendations, and not recommendations, their requirements. So that's stressful. And we're still managing that. I guess the last one would be some level of team turnover. It wasn't much, but it was some. And we hadn't had any team turnover for years. Like it was a long time. I don't even remember the last time. And so that was hard because you have uh, some relationships with those folks, but also you had to make some tough decisions. And then one of them just kind of up and and left because she felt like, you know, the way certain things weren't being handled as well as they could be. They wanted twice the amount of time or more time for hygiene appointments. And we weren't able always always able to provide that and balance the scheduling at the same time. So thankfully, though, the vast majority of the team uh, is there. They know we love and respect them. Thankfully, the vast majority of the team really is open to learning how to cope with stress. And thankfully, the majority of the team, you know, we have high trust relationships with. So they're still doing their thing. It's all manageable. We're managing it through understanding that the stress and all these sorts of things are going to be there. And it's not a matter of saying it's not there. It's just a matter of addressing it, understanding why, and then dealing only with what's in your control and forget the rest. That's all you can do, man. So that's it. That's all, brother. Yeah, it's amazing. I totally forgot about the scheduling thing. Like it's it's like that was just like that's old news. It's like it's yeah, we got through that, but that was a big pain in the butt. I loved running into my friends and not like I was just going out and doing a bunch of stuff, but I was hanging out with some friends and they're like, Yeah, you guys open again? I'm like, yeah. They're like, Is someone gonna like call me and like reschedule my appointment? I'm like, dude, we had to cancel like three thousand appointments. We'll get to you. Like, relax, you know? Yeah. I love that. I mean, I love your focus on the stress. I I picture your your practice is like, well, there's a lot of hand-holding. Is there like a lot of hand-holding at your practice? No. I don't mean like metaphorically. I just mean like your team is in their morning huddle and they're all holding hands. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. So I, I kind of took it as micromanagement. Yeah, there's very little micromanagement taking place of team members. But like, I agree with you. There's a lot of uh, support available. Yeah. And there's a lot of alignment between people. It comes down to a couple of our core values, collaborative teamwork and clear communication. Those are two of the six. And we drive those home all the time and we live and behave in that way. So yeah, it doesn't work all the time. Shit, it's the fan often and we deal with it. But, you know, people break down and things happen. But by and large, like things are working out really well. And I think it's because uh, we have the right people on the bus wearing the right hats, doing the right roles and have the right mindset. And I think you care about your people and your people care about each other. And that's a culture thing. And that starts at the top. So Kudos to you and your team. So info at dentalbusinessmentor.com. Send us your questions. We'll answer them in our next episodes. And until next time, you take care. Hey, Dr. Etch here. If you are like most dentists I talk to, you want to grow your practice. We all know that we didn't learn how to run a successful practice while we were in dental school. So where do we learn it once we get out into the real world? 
That's why myself and Dr. Justin Bullard created DentalBusinessMentor.com. If you want to know the tricks, the tips, the tactics that we use in our own practices, DentalBusinessMentor.com is for you. Over 175 videos, not to mention the documents, protocols, and checklists that we use to run our practices. We have modules on phone skills, mindset, reappointment and reactivation, leadership, culture creation, marketing, effective meetings, patient experience, case presentation, KPIs, scheduling, and collections, just to name a few. We will show you how to run the practice of your dreams. So if you are ready to take your practice and your life to the next level, check out dentalbusinessmentor.com and you have nothing to lose. We offer a 30-day money-back guarantee. If you aren't happy, we aren't happy. Go to dentalbusinessmentor.com and take the first step towards learning how to create a practice that helps you live a better life.